This is WFO Radio. All right, if I can have everyone's attention, we are now joined by today's winners of the Toyota Save Mart 350. Owner of the number 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 99 Chevrolet for Trackhouse Racing, Justin Marks, and Crew Chief Travis Mack. We are going to go right into questions, but I'm going to ask that we have questions for Justin first as he has to go, and then we will go to questions for Travis. So we're going to start in the back there with Justin, and then we'll go to Bob. Yeah, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Um, Justin, I guess, you know, Suarez said last year this was his best opportunity now he's finally put it in victory lane. So how does that feel for you as a car owner for the first year having both your drivers visit victory lane, but especially Suarez having such the career he's had? Yeah, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to put it into words. I mean, you know, when Ty Norris and I first started talking about this, when I came to Ty and was like, I've got this, this idea. I mean, what I said first and foremost is that I believe with this new car is truly going to be about the people. The people are going to make this car go. And the way that they've changed the model of the sport a little bit is that you have to invest in your people and keep them motivated and put talented people in positions and lift them up and empower them. And I just believe that. And I think we're seeing that right now because we've got a great culture at Trackhouse. Daniel checked a lot of boxes for us right away. I mean, he was an experienced cup driver when you know, he's, a, he's a winner, when he's been in positions to win, he's won with his Xfinity championship, when his truck wins, and he's had his chip on his shoulder and he wanted to prove to the world that he belonged in the Cup Series. 2020 was a very difficult year for him. So um, he checked all those boxes for us and I knew, really knew that he had a tremendous amount of potential and that he was a winner at this level. And we just, we just and I told him from day one, I said, this, this is your team, this 99 team is your team. You come to me and tell me you know, anything and everything that you need. And, uh, and we're going we're gonna to put that behind you. And, and Travis, to my left here, is a, a big part of that. He's been a big believer in this project. And it's just um, it's really nice to be able to see all of that work over the last couple of years um, be at a place where everybody's rewarded for it. We're going to go to Bob and then Jerry. Uh, Bob Parker's Fox Sports. Did you, you say you saw the potential in him. Do you ever feel like he felt that he was never going to meet that potential? Did I feel like he thought that? Yes. Do you feel like Daniel? Not for one second. Not for one second ever. I I have never, almost never met a more determined, focused, hardworking race car driver in my 20 years in this sport. Every single morning he wakes up and says, I am going to be the best version of myself that I can be today, and I'm going to do all the work I possibly can do today to win this race this weekend. And it's amazing how... And I think Travis will say the same thing. It's amazing how consistent he is, how, how, how that continues, that fire continues to burn so bright, even after stringing numerous tough races in a row together. We had some tough races last year, a tough month last year. Um, and he's just, he's just very, very impressive in that regard, Bob. Jerry? Jerry Jordan, kickingthetires.net. Uh, first, have you talked to Armando? Uh, I haven't talked to him, but he was on the phone. You can always count on Ty Norris having him on the phone in Victory Lane, but I missed him. I'll call talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so uh, you may not be surprised that this happened, but is there any surprises so far with this team, with, with, with Daniel and with Ross and the track house and, and, and the accomplishments that, y'all, that you guys have had so far? Well, what I tell people is, is I'm not surprised that we're a winning race team because I wouldn't have started this project if I didn't think, really, truly believe that the opportunity – existed to build a new race team in this sport that could win it's just happened really quickly that's been the surprise it's just the is is how quickly it's happened 
but to me it kind of makes sense too because because we've got such great people that work so hard and the promise of this car is being delivered every single weekend so um you know, we have we have talks in the race in the team, and you know, I have talks with myself. That's like, you know, is this a moment in time or has Trackhouse arrived? And I think that we've arrived because we fundamentally invest in the things that are, I believe, going to be. That's literally Pitbull texting me right now. Congrats, <laughs> and I can't say that word. I'm taking a couple tequila shots right now. Dale, history in the making. See you soon. Step on the gas and haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, it's happened. It's happened very, very quickly. But when you have th- when you have this many people together working, supporting each other, focused, and and are talented, then these are the things that can happen. We'll go to Tom up front, and then Luis over here. Tom Zaleski, Iron County today. Tell the truth, Justin. Were you nervous on the final laps? Oh, of course. I mean, you know, I'm. I have a long way to go before I get comfortable in the ends of these races when we're leading. I mean, I, I've, you know, my my colleagues have been doing this for a long time, but but I sort of operate under the. Um, I sort of operate under the assumption that a late caution always comes out and these, these races can sort of devolve into total chaos. And, um, and I sort of was half expecting that today. But some days it's just your time and it's just your day and everything lined up perfectly. These guys, everybody on the 919 did an awesome job. They ran a great strategy. Travis ran a great strategy, good pit stops, and, and it just drove a you know, career race. Was the radio silent uh, the whole time? Ra- it's actually funny because uh, the 99 radio is typically the opposite of silent. And I think there were five words said the last half hour of that race. It just was 10 to go and then you didn't hear anything for eight minutes and then it was five to go and then, then there was a bunch of screaming. Luis down here in the front. Luis Torres, the podium finish. This one, of course, is huge, not just for, for Daniel, but also for Mexico. The team has been about unification, diversity. What does this one mean, considering Daniel's been there for day one and bringing something big for, especially the Amigos down here? Well, I mean, it's it's big for all that. I mean, uh, you know, Trackhouse is a race team that anybody and everybody can be a fan of, and, and we've, you know, we've we've made investments in the minority community with Pitbull schools and with our great Comscope Ignite program with our STEM stuff. And, and, you know, we, we, you know, being able to, to me, this is sort of a representation of what America stands for. It's a place that you can come with big dreams and you can work hard to achieve those dreams. And I always say that Daniel was, is one of one, you know, a, a Mexican race car driver moving to America, can't speak the language to be a NASCAR Cup Series winner, and and that just shows the amazing place that we live. And not only him, but you know uh, Jose, our our lead engineer from Mexico, and and you know wasn't here today, and probably is killing him that he's not here today. But um, but you know truly an elite talent, and and um, you know it's just it's really great to be able to write those stories. And as for Travis, you've had a lot. Oh, I can wait. We'll go back to Bob in the back there. Wrap up with Bob. Um, Justin. Um, Suarez is four points ahead of Cindric and 11 points ahead of Kurt Busch among those with one win. There's 10 races left. There have been 12 winners. Do you feel comfortable he's in the playoffs, or do you feel like it's going to be a scrap? I haven't really thought about that yet, to be honest. Um, I think – how many races are left, you said? Eight? Ten? Um, I don't know. I saw, you, I saw you ask Denny that question, and, and, I, and I thought about it. Uh, you know, not in our context, but just in general, is this going to be a season? I mean, I, I don't, I don't really feel like it's going to. I mean, anything can happen, but I don't really feel like it's going to be that way. But I don't think we think about that until there's 16 winners and and a race or more left. All right, Justin, thank you so okay, much thanks, again. Everybody. Congratulations. So we'll start with questions for Travis down here with Luis. Luis Torres, the podium 
Luis Torres, the podium finish right over here. Hey, pal. As I was mentioning briefly, that you've had a, quite a compelling career. You've been involved with Hendrick and, of course, with JRM. What does this one mean for you being involved with a guy that has got their first win in a proper division? Of course, if I recall, you were in that screw at Daytona when you won, and now you've done it so here with Daniel. What does it mean for their journey? Uh, this is huge. I'm um, just taking it all in today, but I'm really excited for Justin and Daniel and uh, just really excited for all these team guys that worked so hard. You know, I'm just the lucky guy that gets to sit on top of the box and watch it all happen. And uh, I've just had so much belief in Daniel and his capability of winning a race. And we really believe in each other. You know, you take two guys who's never won a cup race and uh, put us together. And we're both very, very hungry to win races. And this is what you get. I stay right here on the left. The last few laps, so many of the races this year have come down to the crash, caution, green, white, checker. Uh, are you sitting there thinking, stay green, stay green? And Daniel's done great this year, but has run into all kinds of hard luck. I mean, are you praying? Are your fingers crossed? Yeah, you are you know, holding your breath? I, I was so calm. Um, felt so confident coming in today. I think I stayed up studying last night till 1230. West Coast time, so that's uh, 3.30 East Coast time. And I mean, I just felt so confident coming into today that uh, we could get this done today. And everything that has happened to us this year has led up to this moment. And it's taught us what we need to do, what we don't need to do, and just uh, execute this race the best we could. And that's what we did. We're going to go to Justin in the back left there. Yeah, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. First off, congratulations. Um, Probably the biggest story has been Trackhouse being the surprise of the year. Have you been surprised at this success with both Ross and, and Suarez running so well and, and finally getting a win this weekend? Not really. Um, you know, this was what I do every year. You know, even last year, having the conversations with Justin and, you know, I think I was number two higher at Trackhouse, and um, it was very exciting. You know, the first time I met with him and I was doubting if I should leave the Hendrick family and what I needed to do. You know, I was really comfortable at Junior Sports and happy. And uh, just after I met with Justin, you know, and talked to him on the phone, I was so confident in what he was building. And I told him, I said, you just give us the tools and you do you, and I'm going to build as a great race team. And um, we're going to go to Daytona and get the pole. That's how confident I was, and I told him that. And I think he believed in that, and we believe in each other. We went down there, had, you know, we had a top 10 effort. I wasn't happy because we weren't on the pole because I told him we would get the pole. But um, I was confident we would get this win for Daniel, and it's really exciting to get it here in Sonoma. Travis, we're going to come over here on the right. Hi, Adam Carabine from RacingRefresh.com. Um, can you speak to the culture at Trackhouse right now? Uh, obviously, two wins for Ross Chastain, one win now for Daniel. What's it like working there? Why is it, why is it working so well? Just having fun. You know, I've never been in a place that has had so much fun. And we're building fast race cars, and everybody's enjoying work. Um, it's just a great place to be right now. Team chemistry is amazing between the 1 and the 99. It really feels like one team building two cars, and we're just confident in each other and our capabilities of winning races and bringing the best cars to the racetrack every week. Go to Bob Pockers in the back. Uh, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. You said you have confidence in Daniel. Why? Just first time I met with Daniel, you know, I think a lot of crew chiefs in the past is, you know, kind of doubt his capabilities. Just around the garage, you kind of hear, like, you know, he shouldn't be in the ride, this or that. But once I met with him, I could see the drive in his 
face in his eyes. And once we started becoming friends and talking to each other, I could see how hard he was working, and he wanted this so bad. And I was the same way, you know, coming up as crew chief, and people doubted me as being a crew chief, not being an engineer, coming up through the mechanic and uh, car chief role. You know, there's not many of us that has done that in the Cup Series. You know, so people doubted me, they doubted him, but they put us together, and uh, we're I think we're a great team. We'll go right here in the oh in the back right first. Yep. Uh, Brock Beard, LastCar.info. Uh, in the last part of this race, we saw uh, teams that are at the front of the field, like uh, RFK Racing with uh, Chris Busher and Michael McDowell up there, teams we don't usually see at the front of the field. Did that make this strategy any more difficult than this, or was it just another car to you guys? No, you know, I think we played a perfect strategy. Um, I didn't feel like we had the best car coming into today. You know, I think the five car was really good. Nine car was really good on long runs. So was the four. But all we had to do was execute. I knew we had a top five car. And if everything worked out perfectly, we made no mistakes on pit road, we executed the race perfectly, um, we could have a day like we did today. Come right up here in the front right. Travis Mack, this is Andrew Kim for speedwaymedia.com. First off, congratulations on your first win as a cup crew chief. Of all the victories, you've mentioned the long journey that you've taken from the engineer, mechanical side of things, to being a car chief, and now even becoming a cup crew chief now today. Where would you say that this victory uh, ranks among your other accomplishments? Yeah, I was saying, you know, I'm not an engineer. So um, it's just there's not many of us that aren't engineers in the sport today, especially with this car. And, you know, I, I, find, I trust my engineers on my team. They're, I have really great engineers. And Jose Blasco and uh, Dustin, Zacharias and Troy Davis, and those guys just work so hard, and they make me look really good. Uh, you know, I try to do the things I, I'm dealing with, the driver, the pit crew, the team, just trying to keep our team upbeat, uh, moving in the right direction, organized, uh, really prepared to come into the race weekends. And, you know, coming up through the ranks at Hendrick, being a car chief, and just working so hard for this first win. And this is actually my first win with Jeff Gordon, um, I believe in 04. Uh, Sonoma was my first win on a cup team. So uh, it's really exciting to get my very first win as a crew chief at Sonoma. Any final questions for Travis? No? Travis, congratulations. Hey, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Ah, that feels nice. All right, everyone. We are now joined by today's winner of the Toyota Save Mart 350, Daniel Suarez, driver of the number 99 Trackhouse Chevrolet. Daniel, uh, just take us through what went through your mind when you crossed the finish line on the last lap and became the first driver from Mexico to win in the NASCAR Cup Series. I just didn't know what to do. You know, um, it was a special. Uh, man, I, you know, I, I've, been, I've been waiting and I've been working very hard for this moment. Um, not just myself, but my entire team. Uh, you know, I have, I'm very, very lucky to have a great people around me in my team, but also outside the team. You know, my family always supporting me. Uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Julia, that, that, uh, that, she worked very hard in the last few months, uh, keeping me up and, and letting me know that, that I was doing the right things. We just needed to 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 have a clean day, and uh, and that's what we had today. So today just felt special. Uh, I told her this morning that uh, that today felt felt good, and, uh, and we did it uh, in front of uh, a few hundred uh, Mexicans in Daniel's amigos. So it was 
it was just a special day. You know, I have always seen California as, as my second home, and uh, and to be able to get the first victory here is is quite special. Awesome. Okay, if you have a question for Daniel, please raise your hand. We're going to start here in the front with Luis, and then we'll go in the back to Justin and Jerry. Luis Torres, the podium finish. I was just going to go with the English portion of my question. During the last number left, you basically had a hungry pack of Fords like Busher, McDowell, and Harvick. And as the last went down, what was the mindset going into knowing that you had pretty much the control of this race and hoping that there were no cautions? I mean, honestly, I, I just didn't care who was behind me. I was just trying to do my race and trying to control what I can control. I knew that Busher was very strong uh, in the in the short run, uh, <clears throat> probably a little bit better than me. Uh, but in the middle part of the run, I was better than him. And in the long run, I felt like I was uh, uh, I was better than him. Uh, and that was able to, to play out pretty good right there at the end. I knew that if I could stay up front for the first five to seven laps, I was going to be able to control the race. Um, obviously, you know, the last 10, five laps, I was just trying to take care of my tire just in case we had to have a, a reset because if we had a reset at that point, I knew we were not going to come for tires. It was going to be a track position race. So um, I was trying to save a little bit, even though that my car was already a little tired at the time, but everyone else was tired as well. So it worked out great. Um, it was it was good. It was my, my team, my crew chief, everyone did what they had to do, the call, the pit stops, everything uh, worked out the, the way they were supposed to and, uh, and were able to uh, maximize uh, the potential for car. Okay, we're actually going to go back to Bob and then Jerry. Um, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Everybody talk, every, the other, um, Justin and Travis up there were talking about their, your confidence and that they never doubted that you would be here and that they felt like you never doubted you would be sitting there as a winner. I'm curious, what kept you confident? You know, Bob, I, it has, uh, it has cost me a lot to get to this point. A lot of people don't know that, but but it has cost me a lot to get to, to this country first 10 years ago and, and to get to this point uh, fighting. You know, I, came, I, came, I come from a very humble family and, uh, and I have every, every step of my life has cost me a lot. And, uh, and I knew that, that, uh, that it's important to remember that if I was able to come all the way here, uh, I wasn't going to give up here. You know, I, my confidence was high. But obviously, you know, knowing that you haven't won yet, there is a little bit of doubt. But, uh, but I knew that I was fast. I knew that I could race with them, with the, with the, with the guys that are winning. But I haven't showed that first victory. So I told my team, you know, the last five weeks, we have had very fast race cars, but, but things happen. You know, the jack broke last week. A few weeks ago, the gun broke. Uh, in Charlotte, we were the fastest car and, and, and we were missing something on P-Road every single time. So, you know, uh, it was hard to, to stay on track, but at the end, my team, everyone stayed together. We keep pushing. I told them that, uh, that bad luck doesn't last forever and tough people do. And uh, we keep working very hard. We kept working very hard and, and here we are. Jerry Jordan, kickingthetires.net. Had a couple. Um, you said on Thursday you felt good about this weekend. What was it coming in here um, when we, we talked at the uh, press event with NASCAR about, you know, why you felt so good and, and what was going through your head throughout the, the weekend? You know, I, 
I grew up racing go-karts, uh, road course stuff. I never raced big cars in road course, but I raced go-karts a lot all over the world. And uh, and road course for me is fun, you know. It's uh, it's something different. It's something that we don't do every day. And uh, and in, in in years past, I've been always strong, but never very strong. And in Kota, it just felt special. In Kota, um, we're the car to beat. We're the best car. Uh, unfortunately, my car had issues. And uh, and I mentioned in the radio in the middle of the race. If I can win the race, I want my teammate to win the race. And uh, and I felt that probably he was a good second uh, second best car. Uh, and he was able to win the race. And uh, and I was able to to dominate the first stage uh, with uh, with a car that was a rocket. We came here with a with the, with the with the confidence that it's another road course. Uh, we had a good car, but we didn't have the best car today. Uh, I felt like we were able to to make the right calls, maximize what we got, and uh, and the result shows for that. And one more final for me: What was going through your mind when you came around the final turn here, shooting, taking that that, that <laughs> straight shot at the checkered flag? And once you crossed it, what do you think? I was asking for my piñata. Uh, I was telling my team, bring that damn piñata with me because we're going to break it. Uh, it just felt right, man. It's, it's, uh, it's been a long journey. Um, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of hard work to finally be able to get the first one. And I have told this to many people. The first one always costs a lot. But once you get the first one, <laughs> be ready because we're going to get some more. All right, we're going to go start in the left over here. This gentleman, there we go. Felicidades, Daniel. What does this mean for Mexico? And then what does it mean that it was one of the races where you had Daniel's amigos here? That's a special. That's very, very special. You know, in the in the very last caution, um, I was obviously slow on the caution, and uh, and I was able to see in corner one on the right there was Daniel's amigos group there, and all of them were cheering in the in the in the fence. All of them were excited, and that fuels me. You know, that's energy for me. And uh, and I knew that I wasn't going to let them down. Uh, I was going to push and I was going to do everything in my power to make this happen. Just felt right. You know, this morning I spent an hour and a half with them uh, and uh, I just felt right. I woke up this morning and I was ready to go. Uh, uh, yesterday we had a long race in the trucks and I was tired. Uh, but it just, it just felt right. You know, California is like my second home. Uh, the people here are amazing to me. They, they support me a lot. And, uh, and I just, you know, I just can't describe how thankful I, I am for being able to, to win the first one here in front of my people. For Mexico, you know, the same because, <clears throat> you know, uh, I don't get to race in my country. But, you know, there is a lot of races that, that, are, that, that, that feel like home. This is one of them. Uh, Texas is one of them. You know, there is a there is a lot of auto club, uh, Vegas, uh, Phoenix. There is a lot of racetrack that they feel like home. So just uh, just very thankful to be uh, a kid coming from Mexico, trying to to live the NASCAR dream in the U.S. I'm gonna stay right here in the front. Um, so actually, I had a question about Daniel's amigos as well. Um, do you keep in touch with anyone that you've met in previous Daniel's Amigos groups? And have you did you see any revis, revisits today? Was there anyone any familiar faces in the Daniel's Amigos crowd? Yeah, a couple. Uh, it's it's hard to keep track of everyone, of course. But uh, but there, there is a couple that I remember them from here, from last time here. And, uh, and yeah, that's always very special, you know. And and the cool part is that they come this week, and the ones that are new, I'm gonna see them next year. 
and and that's something that is very special to me and those are the faces i remember uh you know the faces that i remember from last year and i'm sure i'm gonna see a lot of faces next year that i, I just met today so so yeah that's that's very special and i i, I was i i just can't describe how happy i am to be able to get this one the first one in california in front of all of them stay right here in the front in the middle um, congratulations on uh, being the first Mexican-born driver in the Cup Series to win. Uh, you also have some of the earliest alumni for, uh, from the Drive for Diversity program at Trackhouse and on your pit crew like Mike Metcalf, Jeremy Kimbrough. So what does this win mean to you and what do you think it means for NASCAR moving forward, especially after welcoming the 2022 class on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very special. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people don't know this, but my, one of my engineers uh, he's from Mexico City, and, uh, and unfortunately he got sick, <laughs> and he couldn't come to this weekend. Uh, he's at home. He called me crying, but he works extremely hard, and uh, he is a big part of today's win. Um, his, na his name is Jose Velasco, and uh, and he's a huge part of this team. We've been working together for two years. Uh, obviously, that, like you mentioned, part of my pit crew are, are from diversity as well, myself. If it wasn't for the drive for diversity, I don't think I would be sitting here right now. Um, back in 20, uh, 2013 and 14, um, they they saved my butt. <laughs> I was about to to come back to Mexico, and they gave me a, an opportunity to keep racing in 20 in 2013, and that kept me alive. And I was able to win races that year and and, and keep the momentum going. But before that, it was very very tough. So you know, it's been quite a journey. Uh, but that those tough moments and those ups and downs is what makes this moment so special we'll go to tom right here behind you there tom zaleski on coming today daniel what do you th what, what with that final 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 restart 23 laps to go you have a good long run car are you nervous at any point i was i was hearing earlier from justin that you were radio silent and said like five words the whole time then that final stretch i was just trying to to stay calm you know, I knew that there was a big stake on the line, but I was, I was trying to stay calm. I was silent. I wanted to do my thing. I didn't want too much noise on the radio. I knew what I had to do. I felt like I had, I was controlling well what I could control. If the cash was coming out, welcome. Let's try to go fight again. Uh, but I was just trying to stay calm. I would say that after the, the white flag is when I got out of control. <laughs> I just started crying on the, inside the helmet and I'm just thinking about, I mean, especially because I had a big gap. If it wasn't because of the gap, I was going to be focused. But, but since I had a big gap, I was just thinking about every single moment that has caused me to be here. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been a different journey. You know, every, every NASCAR driver has, has had a tough journey. And every, everyone has a different, different journey. But my journey is definitely the most different of everyone's. You know, leaving my family, my, my country, and, and, and just coming to a different culture, different language. So, you know, thinking of all those things, is uh, it makes today very, very special. What was inside the piñata? A lot of chocolates. A lot of chocolates. Uh, next time we have to organize that better. Now, next time I need a bat so I can break it. But uh, actually, we, we had one. I don't know. It was missing somewhere. But it was good. You know, it just felt good. Uh, I'm very, very thankful to all my team for, for today. We're going to go over here to the right, Daniel, with Andrew. Daniel, uh, Andrew Kim for Speedway Media. First off, congratulations on your first career cup win. Uh, obviously, this victory being very huge and significant in so many ways, but what kind of momentum does this give for you and the number 99 team now as we are down now 10 races to the playoffs and now you will likely be guaranteed a spot into the playoffs? 
Yeah, it feels good. Uh, my team has work, been working very hard, but to be able to to finally get the first one, I feel like that is going to make us feel more relaxed. You know, now we're going to do things more calm. I told my team, hey, let's stay calm. Let's do our thing. We're capable of winning races. But one thing is to say it, and another thing is to do it. And today we did it. So now we're going to be able to feel right and do things more relaxed. And, uh, <clears throat> and that way, victories and, and success is going to be able to, to find us much easier. Go put right over here to the left. Peter Fournier, Santa Rosa Press Democrat. Have you ever punched a piñata before? Like ever, <laughs> ever. I have, I have, but I have punched a piñata after I, 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 I smash it with a with a stick, you know. This time, I, I nobody gave me a stick, so I had to punch it. Uh, man, when I when <laughs> a few weeks ago or, or a month and a half ago, when they gave me that taco piñata, uh, I knew I knew we were gonna break it soon. So I, I was keeping it in my lounge, getting ready to break it. Uh, and, uh, and today, today we finally we smashed that thing. <laughs> when was the last time you punched one? I was a kid, man. Uh, I was probably in my grandma's house in front of all my cousins. My I couldn't see because I had my eyes taped, and I was knocking out the piñata. And eventually, when you break it, but it's not broke 100%. But you break it, you just start smashing it to get all the candy. So it's been it's been at least 15 years. <laughs> We're gonna go in the back left to Justin and then Bob. Yeah, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Congrats, Daniel. Um, off weekend coming up. So are you celebrating? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Uh, I have that already planned for a few weeks. My girlfriend is going to Brazil to visit uh, her family, her father, after two years and a half that she hasn't seen him. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she's going to celebrate in Brazil. I'm going to celebrate in Mexico. I can't wait to see my mom and my dad and my sisters to give them a big hug because already they've been with me on this journey. Since the very beginning, my mom already called me. She was crying. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's special. You know, I'm going to see the people uh, I like to see, I love to see. And uh, just try to, you know, enjoy the moment. You know, it's, it, it has, like I said, very few people knows how much work, sacrifice, tears, sweat this has cost me. So uh, we have to enjoy it. And after a few days... We're going to keep working because we want more. Bob? Uh, Bob Hockers, Fox Sports. So 10, and, 10 or 11 years ago, you're living in upstate New York watching cartoons to learn <laughs> English. Are you dreaming of this moment? Is this moment even a thought? What I mean, Could you have even conceived what happened today? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was always dreaming about uh, winning in the, in the Cup Series. And... Uh, and I, I knew it was going to be a tough journey. At the time, I was scared not to, not to be able to compete because I didn't speak English. And uh, not really at the time, I, I didn't have money to, to buy myself classes to speak English. So I had to, in a way, I have to learn by myself by watching movies and watching cartoons and, and reading. It was, a, it was quite a journey, but... I remember one day waking up and, and, and being scared that the language barrier was going to keep me away from my goal, that it was being a winner and, and, and championship winner in the, in the NASCAR Cup Series, and, uh, and I didn't want that to happen. Uh, and I started working extremely hard to, to learn English. And uh, 
you know, it's been quite a journey, and that's why I felt like my story is uh, is very similar to many, many uh, Mexicans, Latinos that are out there coming to this country, finding, finding, trying to find a goal or trying to find, uh, you know, the dream. And uh, and if I was able to make it happen, everyone out there can make it happen. So, just feel very, very proud to to be an example for many of them. We'll go right back there in the middle. Uh, Alejandro Alvarez with NASCAR.com. Daniel, do you think this team can make a deep playoff run? You just mentioned how the pressure is kind of off now. And Do you think Trackhouse is a championship organization? I think we are. I think we are. And, and, and the beautiful part is that we get stronger as we go. Uh, if, you, if you were asking me that question three months ago, I was going to tell you, man, we have work to do. We have the potential. But we have work to do. Two months ago, I was starting to believe more. A month ago, I was going to say, heck yeah. And right now, of course, we are here. So, you know, we, we are just keep getting stronger. Uh, and I guarantee you that in a month from now, we're going to be stronger than right now. We're going to keep working. Uh, today was amazing. We did a lot of things right. Uh, but we believe that our car could have been a little bit better. So when, when, when you look at the big picture and always try to to see yourself uh, as, okay, what I could have done better or different, that's when you become uh, a great team. And, uh, and I feel like we're on our way there. Any final questions for Daniel? We'll go back to Luis and then stay over there. Luis Torres, the podium finish. This one will be the, the Spanish. Obvio, es un tremendo año para México, los competidores con Checo ganando en Mónaco, Pato ha ganado y tú hoy. ¿Qué claridad es que México ha tenido en esa temporada que es, ya son, ustedes tres son ganadores? Se siente muy bien. Eh, soy muy amigo de, de Checo y muy amigo de Pato también. Son grandes pilotos, eh, muy buenos amigos míos de muchos años y están haciendo eh, las cosas demasiado bien en Fórmula 1, en IndyCar, y obviamente ahora en NASCAR también. Eh, creo que estamos viviendo algo en el automovilismo eh, mexicano, con los pilotos mexicanos, que, que tal vez no se haya visto en muchos años, de tener pilotos eh, mexicanos en las mejores categorías del mundo, pero no solamente eso, pero tener pilotos mexicanos compitiendo por victorias, que eso es algo, es algo difícil de hacer, especialmente al mismo tiempo. Entonces, me siento muy orgulloso de ser parte de este grupo. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to go right. In the, hold on one second, Elliot. We'll go in the middle there and then Elliot. Uh, Daniel Ramirez con Telemundo California. Este, pues sí, mencionas eso de poder ser, de que muchos pilotos también en diferentes organizaciones también poniendo el ejemplo, pero a lo mejor que te haya tocado también pensar a futuro y mencionas que vas a ir a México mañana para esos jóvenes que les tocó ver la carrera el día de hoy. Esa inspiración y para poder crecer y que haya más diversidad en, en, este, tipo de, en este tipo de profesión. Claro, eso, eso es demasiado importante. Yo he mencionado esto muchas veces. Eh, cuando yo llegué a, a este país en el 2011, yo solamente tenía una meta y esa meta era ganar carreras y campeonatos y el resto no me, no me importaba. Eh, como fui creciendo y fui ganando carreras y campeonatos, eh, empecé a entender que, que hacía falta presencia latina, hispana, mexicana en NASCAR y, y, y sinceramente con mucho trabajo de NASCAR, de mi equipo, Josh Ávila que ha estado conmigo desde el, desde el primer día que vine aquí a los Estados Unidos, eh, ha tomado muchísimo trabajo para poder 
ir llegando a toda esta afición eh, latina. Eh, así creció y así fue creado el programa Daniel's Amigos. Eh, y sinceramente me siento muy orgulloso de ser parte de, de, de este grupo. Eh, pero es muy importante que, que la gente, que los latinos, los hispanos allá puedan saber que, que las puertas están abiertas, no solamente como piloto, como mecánico, ingeniero, pit crew, hay demasiadas posiciones que, que a mí me gustaría que yo voltearas atrás en 15, 20 años cuando ya no esté corriendo y ver que, que juntos pudimos hacer un cambio de cuando empecé a cuando terminé y creo que estamos en, en, en buen camino para eso. Gracias y felicidades. We'll take our final question from Elliot over here. Elliot Schoenstein, Times. On Thursday we spoke and you talked a lot about diversity, you talked about it here too, but does this win in addition to like people on the team, will this spur more Mexicans and Latinos to take up driving and chase that kind of dream? And one less serious thought, uh, Ross smashes pumpkins and you're smashing pinatas. Are the other teams going to have to step up their game now? Yeah, yeah, they will have to step their game. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we talk about diversity and how, how important it is. Um, I think that... Uh, You know, I, I personally, I feel extremely, extremely lucky, unfortunate to be that driver that the whole Hispanic community can connect with. I feel extremely, extremely lucky. Uh, I feel so fortunate. Um, I feel like I have an entire country and community behind me. Uh, I mean, all the people wearing, wearing a red shirts today, those are my people. They have exact, some of them, they have exactly the same journey that I have. You know, coming from Mexico, no knowing the language, trying to find a, uh, an opportunity, uh, having goals, um, and just trying to find that dream or trying to make that dream happen. So these are my people, and I feel extremely lucky to be the one that can't represent uh, all of them. And hopefully, you know, the success that we have had and that we're having can fuel them as well to continue to push in whatever they want to do. That is racing, mechanic, engineering, business, whatever that may be. Continue to fuel them to know that they can do it. They just have to work hard and, 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 and put in the table what they have to do. Daniel, I lied. One more final question from Univision back there on the left. Hola, Daniel. Tamara Mino con Univision. Eh, pues hablabas de tu historia, ¿no? Como inmigrante en este país. Eres privilegiado de poder estar donde estás, pero hay muchas personas que en este momento están en la frontera tratando de poder llegar, huyendo tal vez pues, de los problemas que tienen en sus países y no tienen la oportunidad que tú has tenido. ¿Cómo te sientes, además de poder hacer historia como inmigrante? Sinceramente me siento muy afortunado. Si, si yo tuviera el poder de poder ayudar a toda la gente, te lo juro que lo haría. Eh, yo me siento muy afortunado de, de poder de poder ver crecido en una familia humilde, una familia que me dio la educación y el hambre y, el, y, y la educación de, de trabajo para poder llegar en esta posición. Yo, yo tuve que trabajar desde muy pequeño para poder eh, ayudar a mi papá a comprar llantas, a, a comprar gasolina. Eh, en un momento fui instructor de, de manejo para poder ayudar a mis carreras y apenas tenía 12, 13 años. Entonces, siempre, para mí nunca fue fácil. Eh, como te digo, muy, muy poca gente sabe lo que me ha costado. Eh, Mucha gente me conoce de hace dos, tres años, pero la gente que me conoce de hace 15, 20 años son la gente que, que realmente sabe de dónde vengo. Y, y, y ha, sido, ha sido un viaje largo. Eh, hay mucha gente que la, también la está teniendo muy difícil. Y mi único consejo sería 
seguir trabajando, seguir empujando. Trabajo duro y dedicación, tarde que temprano paga de regreso. Es una regla de vida. Tarde que temprano paga de regreso. Y, y a toda esa gente que está luchando para venir acá, no me queda más que mandarles energía positiva, muchas bendiciones y que sigan empujando. All right, Daniel, thank you so much again and congratulations. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.